Big Daddy. From the latest in real estate to the hottest in pop culture. This is the Big Daddy Radio Show. Now, along with his panel of experts, here's your host, one of San Diego's finest real estate agents, Big Daddy Brian Garrity. I got it good today, folks. (laughs) All right. We're back on Big Daddy Radio here on Thanksgiving Eve, coming to you live uh, from ESPN 1700, where we are every Wednesday at 2 o'clock. You can check out all information about the show by going to BigDaddyRadio.com. You can send us contact emails, all kinds of good stuff. We were able to... um, Feed a family for Thanksgiving, which really I want to send a shout out to William Lopez of Alternative Strategies for helping us find a needy family to support during the Thanksgiving holiday. So enjoy family. We love you guys. And I'm just so happy we could make that happen. So also on Big Daddy Radio, be sure to like us on Facebook. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's, it's... Big Daddy's Radar? All right. So, the radar for the week. Obviously, Thanksgiving being tomorrow. And hopefully, you know, we just have all these tragic things that we keep hearing about happening in our country. It would be nice to have some civility come back and... You know, folks tomorrow actually regroup with their family and friends and, and, and take time for pause, folks. Take time for pause. I mean, this is what Thanksgiving is all about. There's enough senseless tragedy, like in Paris or just just across the world, that it's, it's heartbreaking. So, also, the shift in network television is making me crazy. The show's going, you know, when... You were molecules. We have Nikki Elliston here today from Smarter San Diego, who we love to death, filling in for our Amanda Silber from Movement Mortgage. Hello, love. Hello. Thanks for having me today. Of course. And Michael Ellis Baena. Wow. Getting better. I'm getting better. <laughs> is here with us as well. Um, so, but back to the, the TV stuff, it's like you get hooked on these shows. They used to start in like September. And then they would have like a little bit of a winter break, kind of like a traditional school year. Mm -hmm. And they would play all the way until May or June. But the cost of these shows have gotten so expensive because of alternative streaming methods like Netflix, et cetera, that the networks are not able to order or buy as many episodes as they should. Like Murder, She Wrote, which I'm joking. <laughs> I know it's how to get away with murder, but I just I, I renamed it Murder, She Wrote. It's a it's way more hardcore Murder, She Wrote than the Angela Lansbury version. <laughs> Viola Davis is awesome in that show, but it's, it's a crazy. And also on my radar, I mean, Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton, good for them. I don't understand. It's like on every single entertainment channel, news station, it's like... Can a girl get a break in this town? I mean, so she scored herself a nice country man. Good for Gwen. We're going to talk about it. A recent study shows that the best sex is vacation sex. I had to bring that. I, how could I pass up that study? I thought it was hilarious, actually. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about that and give you our perspective. Those that are listening, I, I know it's crazy, but you... After we talk about it, maybe you'll agree or have a take. That's why you go to BigDaddyRadio.com and send in your opinions. 
Um, and then Real Housewives of Orange County fans, you know, there's still all the hoopla with Brooke Ayers faking cancer. I mean, basically, that is what happened. We're going to talk more about it. We need to find out if Vicky's gone too far at this point because the gals are not willing to accept her apology and they want her off the show. And I don't know. We'll have to figure out how much of that is real <laughs> versus how much of that is just for the hoop and the law. Get it? Hoopla? Right? <laughs> I get it. Okay. All right. I'm glad. So, well, so the thing that gets me, we were talking about this, like they have these great shows on TV that usually we record yeah. um, or DVR, you know, everything's DVR nowadays, but they have like, um, I like on Thursday how they have like Grey's Anatomy um, scandal, and then they have murder. She wrote oh, <laughs> how to get shot. away with murder. <laughs> so I do know that I really do. But the, um, they didn't. They didn't even start until like the middle of October, and then like last week, it was like yeah. They had you know, Shonda Rhimes is an amazing writer. The shows are all great. I still love Grey's Anatomy. I don't care right. how many years it is. Obviously, it tells you how good it is. I mean, it's still going. Hmm. But then all of a sudden, now we have winter finale, and it showed on the end of all those shows that had great cliffhangers, especially Scandal and Murder She Wrote. <laughs> they had the. Uh, uh, they're not coming back until February, like a full three months from now. It's yeah. like a summer vacation. So I don't know. I don't. Are you a big TV watcher, Nikki? I'm a really big ABC watcher. There so you go. Wow. I, do, I do the Grays and the Scandal, and I'm really ticked off with them taking a huge break. I, I mean, really yeah. look forward to that. I DVR it, and then I watch them when I have time. And I look forward to it. Usually, it's um, it's a Wednesday morning. And I watch my show, and then I know that if it's a huge cliffhanger, I only have to wait like 24 hours to see the next one that comes on Thursday. And it's it's real comfort for me. (laughs) And now what? Right. It's very frustrating. (laughs) Especially on uh, Murder, She Wrote. You know, they had, yeah. it was an intense last episode, wasn't it? I didn't see it. Oh, okay. Do you have a recorder or you're not following that one? I'm not. I'm not. Uh, it's serious. a really good, like if you were on Hulu or, ne- or Netflix when they add them, you should watch that se- this season. There, it's a really, it is a really well, it's, it's a harsh kind of a show. I'm kind of shocked. Yeah. like, whoa, what is going on here? It's pretty intense. I love it though. I do too. I'm very much hooked. I'm all caught up, as you are. I mean, the fact that, you know, she's this highbrow law professor with these selected law students that are, you know, the equivalent of interns or law clerking, um, it's amazing what they turn into. I don't want to give it away if people didn't watch up to the finale. But it was really crappy that they they started this series with a big event. So if you've watched it at all, you know that um, the Viola Davis character is shot somehow, some way. It starts that yeah. from episode one of this season coming back. And they what they did is they put everything flashbacked mm-hmm. up until the actual shooting, um, which you find out how that, that unfolded on the last show. And now it's three months before you're going to find out anything else. I mean, it's pretty flipping crazy. Well, but that's how the first season was, too. I think that's sort of their format. The first season starts off with the someone being murdered, and then you see it all happen in bits and pieces in reverse. Yeah. It all comes together. It's cool. I mean, it's a great concept. And, I mean, it keeps you keeps you interested. We're talking about it now. We're going to be, as soon as it comes back on, we're going to be watching it. If they didn't have cliffhangers, it'd be like, meh, maybe I'll skip it next season or skip it when it comes back from break, you know? No, I get it. And I was shocked that um, 
you, you have a, you don't want scandal. Shame on I you. I have not. It's on my That's list to oh, start. It's so good. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. I'm like Shaw. I love Kerry Washington. Mm-hmm. I think she's just amazing. I love that Olivia Pope character. Mm-hmm. Is she in it supposed to be an attorney beyond a fixer, for lack of a better word, but they call them fixers in the political stream? Do you have you picked up I, on that? I I have this like there's an underlying that. She, she is right. Yeah. Okay. Attorney, good. Okay. I but, I have the same thing you have. Yeah. Like there's this weird. But feeling. nobody's ever said anything. Okay. I okay. Per, yeah. That makes me feel good. Yeah. Um, the thing that's hilarious is that yeah, I got so sucked into that show that all of a sudden it was it felt like it was over in five minutes and we have three more months to wait. But same thing happened on How to Get Away with Murder. Yeah. Same thing happened on, you know, all the Shonda, Shonda Rhyme stories. And I watched Grey's, too, but I don't know. I, I literally just watched it. So that tells you how much of a cliffhanger that was. There are some loose relationship type things at the end, but uh, I thought Scandal. I just love that whole Olivia Pope character. Mm, I love her. And she's, you know, Shonda Rhimes is on fire. And yeah. I think that oh, yeah. they don't, they do high production. So what do you guys think? Are, are you, do you stream TV? Do you have your smart TV? And are you using Hulu and Netflix and all oh, that? Yeah. Oh yeah, we have the, the smart TV. We just got a brand new smart TV actually. Um, so instead of going through our Apple TV, we're going directly through the TV to get mm-hmm. to the Netflix and all of the, and we do a lot of on demand too. Mm-hmm. If we have to go back on a show, we'll go to on demand and we'll just binge there if we can't get it on Netflix or something. Yeah. So, but this is a good break. The break is nice because I can go back and go. Okay, everyone said I should be watching Murder She Wrote. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so I can take this time to do that, and I love Netflix for that. I love that I can just go for it. You know, yeah. um, you know, for three months just. What well, about, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the perfect time for me to catch up on Scandal. Apparently, I'm missing out on that one. I know I have been. I have been. I was watching the other one that was on the same time, that started around the same time. It was it um, the one with uh, Madeline Stowe and, oh, Revenge. Oh, Revenge. Revenge yeah. I, I love I that. that show. That was I miss so that show. good. Yeah. Amanda, that's on our panel for Movement Mortgage, Amanda Silver, who we miss, um, she is she reminds me of Emily Van Camp. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Emily Van Camp is the actress's name in real life, not on the show. Right. I always get it. Right. I don't know why I always got her confused. Well, because her first name on the show, her character name was Emily, the one that she, Emily Thorne. Remember? Emily Thorne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's right. So that was, did you not, did you ever watch Revenge? Never. If good. you've not seen it, folks, I would highly recommend, that's a great marathon show if yeah. you've not seen it. If you wanted to marathon it, it's, the writing on it is really excellent. Yep. It's it's really great writing. And it's got a lot of plot twists and a lot of turns. And Wes became a little disenchanted with it by the last season. Mm-hmm. But I was still into it the whole way through. I liked all the twists and turns Me on too. it. But I find that there's only so much time in a day slash night, actually. More of a night for us unless it's the weekend. So... To watch that much TV, I mean, there's just so many choices. I mean, is it becoming overwhelming? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. I, that's why I just DVR, DVR everything. Like everything that I want, I DVR, and then I get to it when I get to it. And then I just have to, you know, get to it before the DVR kicks it off. Oh, yeah. That's Before the only stress it. there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't need that kind of stress. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even use DVR. I'm what you call a 
oh, cord, yeah, yeah. quote unquote cord cutter where they completely cut off your cable and you're just using mm. Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime and the other oh, types of shows. Oh, I haven't used Amazon Prime. It's great. It's great. Yeah. Oh, Amazon mm. Prime's awesome. And Hard they're having to... some. They have some original shows on there too. One of my favorites is mm. the one that we talked about. Tran- uh, what is it called? Transparent. Yes. Love that one. I started watching that one. There's just like so many shows. It's just like, which one are we going to start with? And I'm definitely a Real Housewives junkie. I was like looking this morning about Ladies of London, which was another Housewives-esque show. They called it Housewives Light. Uh, I don't know. Did you ever see any of those episodes? No. I liked it. I loved that uh, Caroline is one of the characters they're one of the gals that's featured on there, and she's hilarious, <laughs> Caroline Sanberry. And she just, they're, they're humorous, they're funny gals, they're not having the nonsense that a lot of the American gals are yeah. propounding on them. And they're saying that's not going to come back for a third season, but if you guys have missed it, it's definitely worth a check out if you mm-hmm. like that stuff. Mm-hmm. Because we are going to talk, while well, we're talking about reality TV and we're talking about the shift in dynamics. It's one of those things that I think like you, there's almost so many choices. It's like how do you like make it? Like do you, Nikki? Uh, do you, like do you and Derek watch stuff collectively, or do you have your own? Th- you do your own thing, watch your stuff. He has his stuff. What do you guys do? Well, he doesn't have any. I, yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't strike me as the type. He doesn't. I own, I own the DVR. The okay. DVR is mine. <laughs> so you, you are the DVR princess ruler. Yes, and I watch all my shows like practically in the closet. Like I do not want him watching my shows with me. I don't want anybody in the room with me. It's a very private thing. <laughs> Me, my wine, and my DVR. It's very private. So I really have to work on like time frames. Like, I'll tell Derek, you going to bed? Like, now? How about now? <laughs> yeah. Early. You should go to bed early tonight. <laughs> Mama, Mama needs to catch up on a show. <laughs> Why is it so private? Is it just something, just your you time? Or what, what's, just, how did that start? I, it feels really <laughs> indulgent, especially when you live in a house with someone who reads so much. Yeah, like, he's there a smart are books guy. Books piled oh, yeah. up everywhere. Like he's yeah. always reading two or three books at a time. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of a guilty pleasure for me. I see. And I take very personally. <laughs> it's very private. And I, I also like do a sci-fi private. weirdo. I'm a sci-fi weirdo too. So I watch a lot of sci-fi stuff. Like, tell me a sci-fi thing you watch. Doctor Who. It's like my favorite thing in the world. Is it a new one? <laughs> it's current. Yeah. It's current. On what? BBC America. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, I didn't know if that was... I'm not too sci-fi, but I do like American Horror Story, which is not sci-fi. That's more thriller, right? right. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know. But is it on the Fox? Isn't the channel that it's on... Didn't that start with sci-fi stuff? It did, with the... um, FX? FX. FX, yeah. Yeah. With the show... They're rebooting the X-Files? No. X-Files, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think it all started there. So it's one of those things that it's like... I didn't know that, um, and Wes saves his programs that he likes. Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch anything about the beginning of civilization, or I'm just, <laughs> I don't. I want to watch The Housewives or Ladies of London. Or I, that's what I want to watch. If it's on Bravo, I probably, although that Opry Ski, which is a new one, that one can take the boot. But Vanderpump Rules is back on. I mean, even Wes was like, my God. He's like, you realize that's probably about. Uh, show for a 20 year old and I was like well hey if we place the hills and I don't think it has an age limit on it so I'm going (laughs) to watch it and I notice he has no problem watching it and following the storyline but it's one of those things I'm like Nikki's kind of like okay I want my stuff to be I want to be able to record and watch it and then he has this stuff that he calls 
that he says when I'm sleeping that he watches. <laughs> and every time I wake up and hear it, I know it's like some documentary or some other thing going on. I'm always like, no, I'm mean, gonna either fall back to sleep or try to like get him to change the channel, which he's very accommodating that way. Mm. Well, he'll go back and watch the show when you're when you fall back asleep again. That's yeah, which he probably knows won't be long after. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. probably a pretty good bet at that point. Yeah. But, I really hope Derek's not listening. He probably isn't, but um, I even go as far as to like shut everything down so there's no sign that I was watching the show. <laughs> like, <laughs> like clear all the evidence. Clear it. You've like I watch it, I delete it. <laughs> this deep shame you have to watch these ja- shows. No, you should have no shame watching all the sitcoms. So I think from when when you were younger, do you remember though the TV seasons being longer? Yeah, like they are now, where they come out late. They're was, gone early. It was a week for Thanksgiving. It was a week for Christmas and New Year's. Right. That was it. Exactly. And it went from when school started. School started, yeah. Until right before school ended. Yeah. You know, when I was watching Friends and all of that, like growing up in college and stuff. And that's how, that's how it was. Well, our friends were so huge. Right, yeah, well, you made a point that was interesting, you know, the, the production, the cost of production and everything that's going on. I mean, if you think about it, look how the shows that are not filmed in a studio anymore, you know, like Friends was in a TV mm-hmm. studio. Every show, like Modern Family and the, even the new mm-hmm. sitcoms, they're all filmed, you know, on location at other places. I think that probably adds to the cost of things, too, you know? Mm-hmm. And. Mm-hmm. Things just things get more expensive, and the people <laughs> you figure the actors and actresses on those shows usually are going to command a higher dollar. Uh, it, but yeah. If you read the articles about it, a lot of it has to do with production, the kind of talent that they're bringing on, that they attract to those kind of shows are not going to be working. Mm-hmm. Like Viola Davis coming to television was a big deal, so yeah. you figure that um, you know it's one of those things that. Um, with her coming to television, it's sort of like having these A-list movie stars that are actually wanting to do TV because mm-hmm. it isn't as big of a commitment, which mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. Because, see, the big A-list movie stars didn't want to do TV series previously because they would get stuck and only be able to film like maybe one movie a year during the summer. Mm-hmm. But now they have all these long breaks because all the molecules including myself, unfortunately. <laughs> but all the molecules are out, and they're all streaming and not getting cable. And I mean, I think it would be hard, I'm hard-pressed to imagine that there would be a day as early as this is even in my lifetime that people would forego cable. I remember having no cable yeah. to when cable just came on and it was two movie channels, and that was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Now you've got like 9,000 stations, and you don't even have to have cable to get it. You can get it all from the internet. I just, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like we have AT&T U-verse, and whenever it goes down, I don't get it. I'm like, what's wrong? I don't get, why is the TV stopping? He's like, oh, we have to reboot it. And I'm like, yeah, AT&T U-verse. <laughs> this is one thing why I do like the hardwired cable providers better. So um, we're very fortunate that we have Alliance Esker on board with us and Tim Garland. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. We are going to go on break and we're going to be right back, folks. So stay with us. It's the day before Thanksgiving 2015 and we want the best for everyone. We'll be right back. We are back on Big Daddy Radio, and it's Wednesday, November 25th, the day before Thanksgiving 2015. I cannot believe this year has almost flown by, 
Right, guys? Yeah. yeah. Come on, give it, give it up for me. <laughs> and I'm serious. I was saying when we opened the show, there's just been so much tragedy lately on so many different levels, both mm. from you know the way humans treat each other, the way humans treat animals. I mean, really, the, the, the family being able to get together. And Sandra Bernhardt, who's a friend of this show, and an uber entertainer, my my opinion. She's just super intelligent. And she had a really good take today um, talking about return civility back to the families. You know, we have so much stuff at our fingertips here in, you know, wherever you are in the United States that she's just like, connect the dots, you know, connect the dots. We have so much stuff available to us at our fingertips. We don't want to let these terrorist idiots out there scare us because now most of you know they issued for people traveling uh, national uh, safety alert. Mm -hmm. And it's like we just cannot let ourselves be afraid. And families, and there's all different kinds of families. I'm talking about even extended family or those people that have created their own families. Um, Tomorrow is an important day to really reflect and to really just enjoy yourself. And I hope that all of our listeners will, that's my one wish for everybody, that you, whatever it is or whoever you're with, that you are able to really have a great Thanksgiving and really reflect on all the good that's in your life, no matter what the struggles are. Because everybody has struggles, everybody has their bumps, but at the end of the day, you know, the thing that makes me the most sad is when you'll see someone by themselves, um, like on a holiday or something, mm-hmm. and you know they don't have family, or you mm-hmm. just... I don't know. That that always breaks my heart. So yeah. I just really make make it a great day tomorrow. And we always do our show. Well, for the last four years, we've done our show live rather than doing replays on the day before Thanksgiving because I do think it's such an important day for people to be. And I'm very grateful for being able to do this. So I even when we go to Arizona and we have to drive, I would still say, no, we're going to do the show and we'll leave right after the show. Mm-hmm. This year we're doing something a little different. We're going to Puerto Vallarta with our besties and a group of folks. So um, we will be uh, talking about that next week. It's going to be fun. Now, Can't wait. <laughs> the TV nonsense that we were talking about, they Michael had found a really good article because I wanted to talk about the fact of the dynamics changing in TV. And so there was a really good article that Michael found through the Chicago Tribune about Netflix data, and it go talk about it because you you found it and well, yeah, but you're well, the anchor on that. <laughs> well, basically, <laughs> it's showing the kind of justifying the reasons why Netflix is is doing having the model that they have because as you know, Netflix. Uh, releases the entire season all at once, opposed to traditional methods or traditional models where you have the the show start and usually in the fall time and have a break and the during the winter and then continue on until until like like a school season. Mm-hmm. So giving data specifically to uh, why they do that, and they found some interesting things about when people actually get hooked on certain shows. And this this article has a really great list of shows that most of us watch, and it kind of shows when at that moment when most people are getting hooked. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's yeah. really interesting. See, Scandal, episode two. Episode two, so I, I better remember. watch that show. I mean, and Nikki came up. She said, what did you say? You had a good comment about this list. It was like a good summer reading list. But Oh, yeah, it's, like, a, it's a winter reading list. There you go. <laughs> and this case watching, is. but you get it. It yeah. is good for that. Yeah, so totally. while your favorite shows are taking a break, like Scandal and... Murder She Wrote and all those guys. I'm just always that time I actually did call that. I was as it was coming out. I'm like, 
I think I am forever now emblazoned with calling it Murder, She Wrote. I don't think Angela Lansbury would be having this version of the show. Um, It's a really, I mean, I'm just, that... Uh, how to get away with murder is just it's an intense show it's intense don't you think so yes very much but so, I love every moment of it yeah it's worth it they didn't have it on this list maybe because it's new but like they had like the Walking Dead episode too I hear a lot of people love that I've never seen a Walking Dead episode but Neither Nikki's and Derek like Walking Dead oh we are in deep I mean we've gone to panels at Comic Con we've <laughs> met the actors somebody's drawn Derek as a zombie we're we're in oh my goodness you <laughs> are it. in my yeah, favorite we call it TWD. We don't even call it The Walking Dead at our house. Oh my it's time to put the little one to bed. We're like, oh, I was thinking, oh, let's let her stay up. She doesn't have school tomorrow, you know? It's a holiday. And he was like, TWD, babe. I was like, okay, time for bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some things are not for What is Marco Polo? Uh, you know? I think it's a Netflix original, but oh, I have not I seen, seen that it. One. Pretty Little Liars, episode four, is... Uh, Actually, that show is on ABC Family. I don't get ABC Family, though. They have some kind of crazy sh- For that being ABC, quote-unquote, family, they have some weird, hardcore shows on but, there. Well, mm-hmm. they do, but then that's why they're rebranding their name. They're not going to be called ABC Family anymore, oh, shortly. Oh, it makes sense. Yeah. Because I I have watched Pretty Little Liars. I mean, duh. Of course, Gossip Girl. All of these that are on here, you can probably bet I probably watch. But the... Uh, when I was watching it and I would find it, I'd be like, this is ABC Family? Yeah. I mean, it didn't seem very family-like. No. Mm-hmm. Like, does Maya watch ABC Family? Oh, no. No, right? Uh-uh. That's the, I'm just missing the point on that whole network. So they're well, rebranding it? They are rebranding. It's kind of like, if you think about, for me, it's kind of like how Bravo started out. You know, Bravo used to be Cirque du Soleil and watch operas, and, and, and then it, now it's all it is is the Real Housewives channel, basically, right? If you think about it, how it used to, how it's changed, uh, and yeah. then also with TLC, the Learning Channel, it mm-hmm. used to be all these shows about watching an opera, a heart, open heart surgery, and all the things, and now it's. You know, Honey Boo Boo and all oh of real life. I mean, those Honey kinds of Boo shows. Boo, wow. So I think ABC Family started out as more family oriented, and then slowly started using the demographic to be more like Gossip Girl, sh- Gossip yeah, Girl shows, exactly. and that kind of thing. So that's why they. I mean, go- is Gossip Girl esque shows, yeah, because that yes. was CW. But yeah. you know, Lino Two One Zero, the reboot and the original. I've seen every single one. I'm just, you know. I would say bimbo-y, but I don't mean to be a bimbo, right. but I can't help it. <laughs> right. And I mean bimbo in the most loving way. I mean, obviously, it's a bigger bimbo than me with all these shows I'm watching. <laughs> right. But, you know, I, you got to have some downtime. So I want I do not want to engage in some downer that's going to make me feel all weep, maybe once in a while, but right. I don't want Debbie Downer TV. I no. Know. I think there's enough that we can worry about. This we, is a disconnection. So there is all this all this stuff going around in the world and we really need to decompress. This is a really great to de- way to decompress, I think. Yeah. So there personally. we go. There we go. You know, the other show that I absolutely addicted with and I'm going to, you know, this is if you want to be uh, not as into like the sitcoms and all of that is TED Talks. Like that, those are now on Netflix and that I'm obsessed with. I have to watch. I, I've yeah. seen, they, they seem interesting. Oh, I've not watched yeah. them but they seem, that would be the only thing that I know Wes would love that yeah. I would normally be like, I well, don't want to watch it. I've been to law school. I've done it. I feel like that was my p- paying my penance growing up Catholic. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying by yeah. that. But um, I think where I've been graduated long enough that it's time to, you know, I just want it light. 
I just I don't yeah. want anything that's too deep. <laughs> Although these shows we're talking about actually like Shonda Rhimes, was, there's some deep plot yeah. lines on there. Yeah. yeah, that's not so light. No, no but with TED Talks, it's cool because they actually will from all over the world, they'll group together different talks that are related, like some that are about science or some that are about love and about people. And it's really, it's great. I'm very much addicted. Yeah, it's categorized in Netflix under, you know, you could do Ted Love or Ted Science or Mm. Ted Body or Ted whatever. You're so good. And it'll just tell you everything you need to know. It's great. It's great. And they're short. Yeah. Which is great. You could just press play and then it'll just go. And then... Just watch them all. The... um, the other thing, these networks, what else has happened is they lost so much advertising dollars because the advertisers are saying, you know, people are, um, they're, they're DVRing the show, they're blowing through commercials, but mm-hmm. what advertisers have done, if you'll notice, and watch the shows now, you'll really notice in the shows, their branding mm-hmm. is happening during the actual sitcoms. Mm-hmm. Like you'll see like someone will be using like an Apple Mac or mm-hmm. they'll be using an HP laptop or they'll have a Coca-Cola. Stuff that you would never have seen before. Mm-hmm. Right. It would have all been generic branded. Now you're starting to actually get name brands in there. Plus, if you watch Hulu or some of those other streaming services, they have commercials in. I think Wes put it up where there's you just have to watch one commercial at the beginning and one at the end because the one thing that was driving me nuts on Hulu was if I had to see one more Adele video, because they would play it. <laughs> like, with that new album, I understand how popular it is, and yes, we love her, she's great, and all that stuff. However, I do not want every single commercial. Because yeah. you know how Hulu does that? It's it like, kind of picks the commercials they think you're going to like. And, well, and each show, it has, like yeah, Adele, it does. apparently. I, I guess. <laughs> so each, show, each show has specific advertisers that are targeting. They go, I want to be attached to this show, um, so they'll have you know, two commercials, and it's the same commercial every time you go to a commercial break if you're watching How to Get Away with Murder or whatever. So they that's why you see the commercials over and over again on specific shows that you watch. Oh, okay. But you know what's really cool is Hulu just announced, just launched uh, commercial-free. So you can pay extra for your that's membership. What we, that's what Wes did. And that's, that's what what's, did. what's good. It's worth it. It's yeah. totally worth it, especially if you're going to use Hulu like with even a semblance of regularity. Because... If I had to watch an ad for Adele's album one more time, I was going to scream. <laughs> I'm like, I'm already hating it. I do like, and then I knew I was going to get hooked on that song. I tried not to listen to it. I yeah. just tried to shut it down. But yeah. of course, everywhere you turn, there's Adele. It's it's amazing. I mean, she's be like you said. There's all these records she's busting, and you know, beating Taylor Swift, and then long held in sync. Uh, oh, it's crazy. It's all Adele, these records. Adele Mania. Adele Mania, exactly. I was yeah, just going to say totally. that <laughs> same thing. So. The, the recent study, now this was actually, I'd like to know who comes up with these studies, but this was an actual study in Newsweek, mm. like online, but the talking about couples that have sex and their best sex, well, couples should be having sex, at least once in a while, right um, but talking about the couples have the best sex when they're on vacation. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you guys think? I will talk about the article too. Right? Yeah. You don't have to disclose your sex life. Oh, I don't life. mind. Although, I mean, yeah, I'm just like, I yeah. get it. Yeah. The being home and you're busy and you've got a lot of sh- stuff going on. And it's one of those things where you just, at the end of the day, yeah. are like, I'm tired. Well, um, yeah, for me, it makes sense. I mean, think about you are. Like you said, you don't have as much time. And also, you know, when you're on vacation, you're happy. You're on vacation. You're getting having a getaway. You're excited. And I feel like usually you want to have more fun so that's a good way to a good time to think about that doing mm-hmm. that so that kind of, it just it makes sense to me 
What do you think, Nikki? Well, I think that when you're on vacation, you're you're tapping into all kinds of hormones. You know, you're looking at things that are completely new. You're going to places that are completely unknown. Mm-hmm. You're staying in a different hotel, um, talking to people you've never met before. It's all very exciting. Mm-hmm. So your senses are very heightened because you're surrounded by all this newness. Um, and for me personally, I get up earlier and go to bed later when I'm on vacation. So I just have more time. And I always <laughs> put in a little catnap. And the catnap usually happens after. So I'm just saying, <laughs> I get up early, I schedule a nap, and I go to bed later. So for me, I mean, I don't know. I think it's always pretty darn good. I'm pretty lucky. But uh, on vacation, it I would say it's more frequent yeah, well, you have more time, like you're saying. Right? Yeah. That, I don't yeah. have to be on my computer. I don't have to be making a presentation or getting right. ready for anything, right. or, you know, right. getting ready to film, film. anything. Right. I was so say, totally. my phone's not blowing up. If my phone is dinging while I'm on vacation, I'm. You're it, not on vacation. No, I'm not. I so I'm shut it down. Yeah. Yeah. I so. do the same. I didn't, I didn't even take my phone with me the last time we went to Mexico. I'm like, I don't even, I don't need it. I mean, I had brought my laptop because I had to do some things here and there for work, but I did not have my phone with me at all. I didn't want that. I wanted to just enjoy. Yeah. And that's what yeah. I'm going to do for these four days. I know yeah. being in real estate, that's a hard thing to do. But I mean, look, it's just a couple of days. Yeah. That's it. We'll be back full blown on Monday. But I, I think stepping away is good. And it's probably. You know, couple. I was talking about couples um, that are extra frazzled this year due to financial stress or you know medical issues or whatever. Mm-hmm. But believe me, we fit into that category. Um, what about the Whoopi on the View? They talked about the same study, <laughs> which I thought was funny. Yeah, but she was saying like, you know how nasty some of those hotels are. I'm, she's like, and I'm not just talking about the lower end hotels. She's like. You can imagine what people have done in those beds. And I was like, ew, don't take away from the study. Oh. People aren't thinking about that. So well, now we are. I mean, yeah, thanks to the whipster on The View. Although that other panelist, although I'm sorry, that Candace Cameron Bure, I cannot tolerate. Mm-hmm. I, no, no, no. Michael doesn't even understand why I watch it. But I watch it because she ins- makes me so incensed. But on that note, on a happy note, we're going to go. We're going to have our last break before Thanksgiving, and then we'll be right back to wrap up the show. You're on Big Daddy Radio, ESPN 1700. Yes, we are back, and I know who I think is pretty, Nikki Ellison. Here in Amanda Silver's place for Movement Mortgage, who is out, and she's very pretty too. So, and Michael Ellis is with us as usual on the panel. You're on Big Daddy Radio here on ESPN 1700, the day before Thanksgiving 2015. So hard to believe. So hard to believe. It really is. Um, the we were talking about a survey that had come out, and that people were saying that they were. Uh, having better sex while on vacation. And I think the reasoning, if you go through it, actually kind of makes sense. And so we had talked about that. And we were talking about TV and the way things have changed and, you know, the marathoning. And it's just, is it a little overwhelming too? 
with the amount of choices. Do you guys think that? I mean, we got through yeah. most of it, but that was one part I wanted to hit really quick. Well, yeah, that's why. I mean, that's the reason I still haven't gotten to Scandal yet. I mean, how long is the show? What season is it on now? Like four or five? Three or four, yeah. Yeah, something like that. So, I mean, I, I know I want to watch it, but there's so many other things that just other shows that come up. So. I would put that one as a priority. Okay. Well, I, I definitely so would put I will that. rearrange. Would you, would you concur? That's a definite priority. Okay. I, I, yeah. All right. I yeah. really think you're really, right. I mean, it's awesome. If it you is. watch Sense8, probably make that a priority. I will make the other one a priority. I will totally. Do that. Made a deal. Yeah. So <laughs> that you know, like I'm a total housewives junkie. Yeah. Now the housewives have become such a huge franchise that Andy Cohen, who was the Bravo TV development executive, mm-hmm. now that's all he does. I mean, he's that's it. That's his baby is the housewives. So uh, obviously he has ownership in it, mm-hmm. um, and. You will see on any of the housewife chains on any, when they start, and he's going to be one of the first like top executive producers. And he's done an amazing job with that franchise. And the Real Housewives of Orange County continues to be one of, if not the top rated. I was actually a little bit shocked because I thought maybe Beverly Hills might overtake that mm-hmm. or New York, but the Orange County one remains. Which hey, that's my that's where I grew up, <laughs> but it remains the number one franchise. And this past season, Vicki Gunvalson, who's been on from the beginning, who is dating that horrible Brooks Ayers. That guy's a jerk. Yeah, God, he's he a jerk. He, the media, entertainment media, gave him way too much of a platform like I'm doing right now. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I didn't give him a platform to come talk. I gave him a platform just to call him out, not for him to come and explain. But he went through painstaking efforts to make up the fact that he had cancer. I still don't get why he did it. Mm -hmm. There's something pathological about it. There really is. Um, I mean, he lied on every single, like Andy Cohen had a one-on-one interview with them. The girls don't want to deal with Vicky now. So just knowing that, and they still haven't come out and said he doesn't have cancer, but every story that he said has been, even the City of Hope Hospital came out and said, we have never treated a patient by you know John David or whatever Brooks his full name is. So um, that's listen. If the hospital is going to come out and do that from a PR perspective. You get it, Michael. That's no. not that's not something they would do lightly. No, I mean they had to be a little bit pissed that they were getting pulled into all of this reality TV drama. It would be my take on it. I exactly. think their PR people must have said we need to make a statement. Well, yeah, because I mean. Uh, Above and beyond that, aren't there specific regulations with HIPAA and those other about releasing page, patient information? So they're going to be very critical about whatever they say anyway, but they I mean, usually they don't make a statement about anything unless it's really affecting them. So the thing about HIPAA, which is like anytime you go to the doctor's office or the hospital, there's always a privacy form that they have you sign. Mm-hmm. That's what the HIPAA laws are. And when they came into effect, they're very stringent. And medical providers are very hardcore about releasing any of your medical documents. You will probably sign a HIPAA form to every service provider in the medical industry that you see. Yeah. But for this hospital to come out, I said that to Wes immediately. I'm like, oh my God, HIPAA violation. But no, 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 it's not. He because, was never a patient. Right, right, <laughs> right. I said, so there you go. Right. Because they are so intense about HIPAA and about privacy and yeah. about patient privacy that for them to come out and take the stance on it, I mean, believe me, they double-checked 
their I's, oh, dotted yeah. their T's, and they knew. <laughs> so you've got this guy, though. The crazy part is, like, even E! News, which, you know, if you like pop culture and stuff, I'm telling you, it's they're a great source for your information. But they even gave him, like, a three-part series-type platform to be interviewed, and he still insisted he had cancer, and that the gals, like Tamara Judge, who's a friend of the show, um, and Heather and all the rest of the gals, like Shannon, Shannon Bedore. You really got to check out Amy Phillips. <laughs> She's a comedian that does housewife imitations, and she has a show on Radio Andy as well. She's hilarious. But the she imitates all those gals so yeah. perfectly. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Shannon Bedore, like she's got amazing connections and if he really did have cancer this is the part that I don't get so this is where I knew he was lying because the doctor that she was able to get him into I think has like a six month waiting list to get in to see this oncologist Mm -hmm. so that's how huge of a doctor that is so she got an appointment for the guy in like a week and apparently and then he goes on to say, well, he went, he tried to go to the appointment, but on the way to the appointment, he got two flat tires. It's like, as soon as I heard that, I'm like, is the dude that stupid? Yeah. It's like, uh, wait, so now you didn't just get a flat tire, you got two flat tires. And he made sure that everybody knew they were both on the right side. I mean, Nikki, how many times have you gotten a flat tire at um, all? Yeah, once, but I can change a flat tire in under five minutes because I had to in order to get my driver's license. That's what my dad told me, so uh-huh. I'm, I'm good at it. That's a um, good safety point right? for a gal. Um, uh, it's not, that's a good one. Yeah, but I would just call Uber for an appointment. Uh, right? <laughs> like, right that point, and yeah. what's the likelihood that you would have two? Yeah. On the right side. Well, I mean, unless you drove over something exactly. like a spiky tr- on purpose, something right. spiky on yeah. purpose, or the curb really. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I just, really I, nailed it's it. It's baffling. Yeah. It's baffling. So Vicky, who's been a longtime cast member on here, the gals are saying they don't want to film with her. Yeah, and they had, and this is as recent as yesterday because <laughs> they had Tamara um, doing an interview. And she was over it. Because Vicky went on to the Andy Cohen's Watch What Happens Live. And they had a special mm-hmm. on Monday night with just Vicky. And now Vicky's playing the victim. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of she course. didn't. How, you cannot have been with somebody that long and not have been in on it. Right. I really feel like she's betrayed the girls, the show. She's cheapened the show by allowing this to go on. Um, it's It's really disrespectful to all of her. Uh, castmates. Castmates, yeah. yeah. So I, I don't think it's too far off to kick her off. I mean, I don't either. I th- I mean, she's my least favorite. She always has been. She, I've, I oh never thought God, she's I mean, ever offered anything except for more f- uh, fodder for them to, for the other girls to talk about and make fun of because she's just not my favorite at oh, all. I, I, I can't stand that. her. I can't stand <laughs> her either. I don't know what it is. I've now even when Tamara's called into the show. Yeah. Um, Although I, the one time she called in, they weren't on good terms, so it was fine. We could bang on her. Right. But um, it's just there's something about her that just it's just it feels icky. Yeah. You know what I there's mean? There's enough yeah. drama on that show to float without her. I agree. Yeah, and I, I agree, agree too. I agree with Michael. She was never anyone. The one thing where I had some compassion for. Well, I had abs- I absolutely had compassion for her. the way she found out about losing her mom. That yeah. was horrible. Yeah. But. Everything, all that compassion is so negated by the way she's handled this Brooks having cancer. Mm -hmm. Then she's on this Andy's show doing this interview, going, doing these apologies to each girl, each lady, each woman, whatever. Um, 
and she was giving them a different level of apology, yet it was kind of a blanket apology. And like Tamara said yesterday, it's like, no, this is BS. If she wanted to apologize, she would have taken each one of us aside individually, and she would have owned it. And she's mm-hmm. still not owning it. Yeah, I think she has lied about so many things, and I also think she ex- just exaggerates everything. She and does. She just when she's talking, you just know that it's not sincere about anything. On that interview that with Andy, I saw that too, and it was just it was painful to watch. I'm like, just get her off of there. I, I, I mean, yeah. right? <laughs> like, Did you, uh, it wasn't genuine at all. No. It was cheap, wasn't it? Yeah. And even at the reunion, I she I guess she was pill headed out on Xanax or something. I don't know, but yeah. she was the walking. Speaking of the walking. Dead, my God! You couldn't Jeez. get any closer to that, I would imagine. But she just couldn't. She just wouldn't really respond, and it's like, yeah. sorry. And I, you know, when she was on Andy's interview, I noticed her neck was getting all red and blotchy, and yeah. that's <laughs> always a sign to me that look, that wasn't nerves because it was the first time she was on TV. Right. I get that. I've had that happen the first time I ever did the news, but. I mean, she was literally getting red and blocked. You could you could tell there were lies being even perpetuated more and trying yeah. to minimize her involvement. But how could you be? Can you imagine being with Derek or you're with Ricky or being with Wes? I mean, you just know that stuff. You yeah, would know. You she, there's no way she wouldn't know that he did or didn't have cancer. I don't believe it. I don't. I don't buy it for one minute. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty sad to see her grasping at this point. It's like <laughs> just let it go. It is. Yeah. So. I want everyone to know we love when Nikki is on the show. Thank you for being here today. You're amazing. It was my pleasure, for sure. And we will definitely be having you back on. And Michael, Baena, we're looking forward to a wonderful Thanksgiving. We yes. want you and Derek, Nikki, to have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Will, and your yeah. beautiful daughter, Maya. And all of our listeners, I really, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, want to thank you for supporting this show and our continued efforts. The audience just keeps getting bigger and more fun and better. And we want to continue to strive to keep bringing you fun, you know, relevant content. So have a happy Thanksgiving. Bring some civility back. Those that are less fortunate, maybe pay it forward, folks. And to the family, we're able to take care of you also have a happy Thanksgiving. Listeners, we love you all, and we will travel safe if you're traveling, and we'll see you all back here at 2 o'clock next Wednesday.